You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. Welcome, everybody. What's up? Many things have happened What's already. Up? <laughs> We've tried to record this a couple times already, and we had some difficulties. A lot of gold was missed. Maybe one day I'll find out a bloopers reel. Yeah. And I'm trying to sit like this so I can talk at the mic because Darius was ridiculing <laughs> earlier. Quiet, bro. You gotta talk to the mic so it's loud. I'm not quiet. I see the track. Okay. See, that was quiet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey! Gotta bust down. Okay. okay. <laughs> For all you J. Cole fans out there. Alright. The greatest well, rapper alive. Today we're talking about why God loves me the most out of everybody. So everybody that is knows. correct. Today's subject, why Derry gets most love and how did he do it? Yep. So tell us, Derry, how? Well, I learned from Dalton Perry. Dalton Perry talks to God and he gets whatever he wants. So <laughs> he told me the secrets. <laughs> I can't tell you or else you'd start becoming God's favorite too. And that would take some favoritism away from me. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about does God have favorites? Um, how, how do we understand the favorites or perceived favorites in the Bible? Why do some people seem to get more than others? How come other people have a bad life and other people have a good life? Yep. How come God didn't choose you to start a podcast called Things You Don't Hear at Church? We'll never know. I mean, uh, well, we know because we we're do. God's favorites. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Sorry. All right. That was the quickest podcast episode ever. Wow. That was fast. All right. Hope you guys feel encouraged and you learned a lot. Uh, Share with your friends. <laughs> YouTube channel, Instagram, um, plug. Just roasting our fans. <laughs> Before we're even super famous. <laughs> um, well, before we get into all of that, man, today's been a great day. Yeah? Man, I got off of work at 12. You picked your nose and there's a real big booger in there? Is there? No, I don't know. I can pick it. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You got off work? Um, yeah, well, I went to lunch at 12.30, came back to work. Um, my coworker Nate, I knew he wasn't coming back because he had another job. Mm-hmm. And then my boss, man, Mike, wasn't there. And I thought, hmm, I'm going to go do whatever else I can do right now mm-hmm. for maintenance. And so I did the little leftover work that we had. Excuse me. Oh, that tastes like dinner. Nice. And uh, then I thought, hmm, I'm just going to let him know that I'm going to be at my house until he comes back. <laughs> so I texted him. I was like, hey. I got that thing done, and now I'm going to be just around. If you, When you come back, just text me. Mm-hmm. And he said, he texted back, he's like, just take the day off. Nice. I was like, praise the Not the Lord. day, but like an hour. So, that's cool. Well, I waited, yeah, so I, well, no, it was like 1.30 I texted him. Oh. That's but he didn't respond until like, what? That's when you start work. No, I started work at like 10.30. No, I mean, never mind. You come back from lunch at 1.30. Okay, so I texted him like, like 2.30 two, two, or 2. Okay. I texted him at 2.00. And then he replied at 3.30 to take the day off. Nice. And I was like, I have been taking the day off for the last hour and a half, but <laughs> here we are. Now it's approved. And then it worked out together. Yeah. Got jacked. You intruded on my sets, but whatever. Yep. yep. Uh, there he showed up to the workout place, and I was like, hey, you working out? We don't call it a gym, because it's not a gym. It's what yeah. I it's kind of, kind it's of a, a gym. You need a tetanus shot to work out there. Yeah. Everything's There's rusty. some rusty weights in a little clearing. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. It has a heart. Yeah. But he showed up, and I was like, you didn't work out yet? That's like, like, nope. Nope, I was too... I usually work out at 6 in the morning, but this morning I was a pansy and decided to snooze my alarm. I'm ashamed. 
I generally woke up. I genuinely woke up with guilt. I woke up at. I woke up at seven. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm a bad person. Because <laughs> I never snooze my alarm. You need some prayer. I was just tired. Yo, I used to be able to wake up like two minutes before my alarm. I used to wake up at like three thirty in the morning every day. Fine. I last week have been missing my 6 a.m. alarm and waking up to my 6.10. That's the first memory I have waking <laughs> up at 6.10. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. How am I turning off my alarm? That mostly? scares me. I've never done that. I used to have to solve math problems to turn off my alarm. Oh, dang. And so I'd like wake up and it would not go off and it was like super <laughs> loud and annoying. <laughs> no, it was like a, I forgot what song it was, but it was like the most annoying song. It would not be yeah. quiet until you did the math. And so I always got up. <laughs> Bro, you ever heard the song, Put a Banana in Your Ear? No. <laughs> that was my wake up song for a long time. And it's so annoying. Anyways. <laughs> we I were, hate that song. We were just talking about songs also that are annoying. And we were talking about uh, Riff Raff. I can tell stories about Riff Raff. My little brother showed me it. And got some hot flows. Some, some hot spicy bars in there if you want to go check it out. <laughs> Alright, well. We can move in to our subject at hand. And like we said, it's talking about does God have favorites? Yes. All those questions and Really, before we answer that, because it's not a super long answer, and I don't think it takes a lot, a lot of time to dissect it, but it, it, I want to set up the question, like, the thoughts behind the question, right? So I think, like, first, initially hearing, like, why does this, why does God love this person more than me? I'd say, well, uh-huh. why, if someone asked me that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like a, a listener-requested um, subject, so we're talking about it. Yeah. So we hear you. You're validated. Want me to give you, like, a scenario? And yeah, you, yeah. Okay. Just off the top of my head, like someone's like, my grandma died and I lost my job. God must love this other person who that didn't happen to. Why does? Why am I not his favorite? Why does he love this person more? Yeah. Or like in their missionary world, right? Some yeah. people have like really good support. Yeah. And other people don't have support at all. And they're like, yeah. why does God hate me if He's not giving me money? Yeah. And it's super valid. So I don't mean to make it like make it seem like we're mocking anyone. But it's a it's a question that a lot of people have asked. I've asked that question sometimes. We're not like necessarily like God. Why don't you love me? But I'm like God. What the heck is going on? Yeah. Respectfully, because you're God. But come on, man. Yeah. Why does this person seem to be your favorite and not me? Yeah. I'm like, how come they get it up? They don't even do it. They don't even. <laughs> yeah. It's a valid question. Yeah. Like, no, I if you had a, if you had a parent and that yeah. parent gave a kid money and not the other one, the other kid back. Yeah. What the heck, man? Should I tell them real quick how to get money? No. A prayer strategy on uh, how to get money? Uh, That's completely not actually a thing. <laughs> you can't give away our secrets, dude. Stop. We want them to also be God's favorite. <laughs> okay, but, yeah, so this idea is that it starts, honestly, with, like, looking around and seeing other people have better things than you, and then, like, what the heck? Why? Why do I not have that? Why? And it's, it's really, like, um... The, the first problem I have with it, the first issue I'd say is like, okay, I would talk to the person like, hey, check your heart. Where's the comparison at? Like, mm-hmm. why are you in comparison? Mm-hmm. You know? Or other, like, random things. Like, people can work really hard and not get noticed, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, how come, like, I don't understand God. Like, I've been doing so hard, so much work, mm-hmm. and it's not paying off. What's going on? Right? And so I think the reason we have this issue in America, because I say America because I'm in maybe Canada, but I'm from America. That's why I say it. Um, I would say it's in part because of the um, the prosperity gospel that we have that has infiltrated church. I think it's a, mm-hmm. I think it plays into it. It's not probably the silver silver bullet mm-hmm. for it, but it plays into it of saying like 
because the prosperity gospel says if you are sick or in need financially, then either you don't have enough faith, or that, that's actually what it is. Like, you don't uh, have enough faith, so you're not trusting God enough to provide because mm-hmm. God wants to give you those things. And so I would say it's just a lot of teachings that say, like, the American dream is what God wants for your life. Mm-hmm. And if you think that the American dream is what God wants for your life, then you're going to expect that. If you don't have it, you're going to be confused. Yeah, definitely. Any thoughts? Yeah. Um, I would say if I was going to explain this to someone, I would start with the definition of, like, what a favorite is or, like, favoritism as, like, a belief in general. Um, so favoritism, like, the definition would be, like, giving someone something that takes away from someone else. So, mm-hmm. like, if I have two options, like, if I'm a, a I almost said if I'm a mom, if I'm a dad. <laughs> just, hey, it's 2020, man. You can do whatever you want. And I'm going to give, like, have two kids. I'm like, I'm going to give you money that I was going to give him. And I'd be like, I'm favoring him more. Like, that's yeah. favoritism, right? I'm taking something from someone. Or, like, that I was going to give to someone, like, favoring this person over right, them right, right. and giving it to them, right? So I'd say that's, like, the normal definition of it, where someone's at a disadvantage and someone's at an unfair advantage, mm-hmm. right? And that's, like, what a favoritism is. Um, but I think... Obviously, the Bible, God has favor, right? Right. Which is all, like, favorite is. Like, the person mm-hmm. is your favorite. They're getting your favor or more of your favor, right? But I would say God's, like, definition of favorite or his favor is not, like, taking from someone um, to give favor to someone else, but rather giving favor to someone that they weren't, they didn't merit or they didn't warrant, right? It's God giving kindness to someone that they don't deserve anyway, yeah. right? And so he's not taking from anybody. He's giving out of his kindness to someone who already didn't deserve it. And that would be God's favor. Mm-hmm. And I think you can warrant God's favor like a few different ways, like mostly like two. Like one, I think you can get God's favor, um, one, from being obedient, right? All the time in the Bible, someone was obedient, um, they have righteousness, and then they achieve God's favor, right? right. God has favor on them. Um, the whole book of uh, Proverbs is like a, a book of like rules and wisdom of like you do this this happens you do yeah. this this happens like right? it's like god's favor and if you follow this you're gonna uh get god's favor for your life right mm-hmm. like your crops are gonna grow like their context many wives you're gonna have no <laughs> <laughs> um, does that make sense like yeah. you're gonna live a long time that's like god's favor and then right. it's like and it talks a lot it talks a lot about prosperity and like mm-hmm. how that will you'll reap that and stuff like that. yeah yeah. So. And then Ecclesiastes is all about like an accuser, someone saying that's not always how it goes. Like all the time, evil people like prosper, mm-hmm. and that's people, the Psalms too. Yeah, people yeah. who uh, are righteous like die, right, and have are poor and have nothing. It's like that law doesn't always happen, right? Yeah. And then in Job, the whole story, I'm sure a lot of people know, he is like. A righteous man and then Satan says he's only righteous because you like gave him all these good things mm-hmm. and then God bless Satan like destroy his life and then Job still praises the Lord um, mm-hmm. and at the end Job is like questioning like Lord like why all these bad things happen to me and God's like I'm the creator of everything like don't question my like authority but he does right. like in a loving way too right after Job has done mm-hmm. all these things correctly um, yeah um, and just showing that like God's splendor right, right. and so there's two, in my opinion, there's two ways. There's one, um, just the, the law of the Bible. You do this. This is supposed to happen. We live in a fallen world, so it doesn't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. But you do this thing correctly, this is what you're supposed to like want or so, right? Yes. But uh, that doesn't happen all the time. And sometimes God chooses to bless people 
um, because he's a kind God and he chooses to give favor to who he wants to give favor to. Yeah. We don't have a logical reason why, right? There's lots yeah. of people who God gives favor to that it's unwarranted, right? They've done lots of things wrong. Maybe like they've done some things right, but God still blesses them because he loves them. And it doesn't make sense to like someone who yeah. has done all this stuff right but isn't getting blessed. Yeah, so. I think a really good mindset to have in life in general is to know and believe that God is looking out for your best interest, right? And I think that's what a lot of people forget about when they're seeing all that stuff happen. And like yeah. God so greatly desires that you would have the most fulfilled life, mm -hmm. the most amazing life. He desires it. It might not always be evident because, you know, we live, like you said, we live in a fallen world. A lot of things happen mm -hmm. that we can use that, like, hey, we have a fallen world, guys. Remember this. Mm -hmm. But also remember, like, whatever you're going through, God's going to use it mm -hmm. to make your life fulfilled in Him. Yeah. You know, so I have, like, a really, I have a really strong belief that, like, if someone has a lot of money and has an idolatry to money, God could probably cut off their money or probably would cut off their money to save that person's soul. Possibly, yeah. Right? And then they might think, oh, I lost my job. God, why do you hate me? But it's like, no, God actually loves you very much, mm -hmm. and he's trying to teach you to rely on him. Yeah. Now, that's not like ever. It's always situational. It's always to yeah. see, like, okay, like, analyze, like, what's going on. But I also think what happens, like you said, obedience brings the favor of God. I think living in sin brings the, the right for the enemy to bring things against you. Yeah. Right? And so if you're living in sin... And you're doing things that are outside the will of God. It's like a, it's like a umbrella, right? Like mm -hmm. if you're in a rainstorm or under the umbrella, you're not gonna get wet. If yeah. You get outside of the umbrella, you're gonna get wet. If you're in the will of God and the presence of God, you're probably gonna be okay unless He's mm -hmm. decided that you're gonna go through hardship, mm -hmm. and that He will still be, and His grace is sufficient in that. Yeah. Right. And if you are in sin and you're outside of His will, or maybe you're where He wants you, but you're living a sinful life, mm -hmm. you're gonna get rained up. You know, mm -hmm. you're gonna have that those bad things happen. It's because you need to recenter where you're at with Christ. Mm. But I think uh, I want to talk about also that if you're questioning, like, does God have more favor mm. on this person than me? Why does God not love me right now? I want to encourage you that, like, God does. And we can see in Scripture many times that God doesn't show partiality. Mm. I can type it in right here. There's, you guys should get this app. I, for, I can't I remember what it's called, Jakarta Bible <laughs> app. But it, you can search up words in it, blue letter Bible type stuff. You can just search up nice. the whole word. Yeah. And it gives you all the Bible verses, see all these Bible verses. Is it a part of blue letter Bible app? What? Is it a part of blue letter Bible app? No. Oh. But, I yeah, it's not. It's like its own thing. It's called Jakarta. That's our website. But I yeah. use it. They got concordances. They got all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so all throughout the New Testament we see... Like it says in Acts 10.34, Opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality. Mm -hmm. And partiality means like um, kind of like favoritism, showing favoritism mm -hmm. in a way. You know? But then we say like, oh, but how we can we say like God gave this person favor if he doesn't show mm -hmm. favoritism? Mm -hmm. Right? And the thing is here is like God doesn't show relational favoritism yeah. in a way that he loves someone more than you yeah. or he loves you more than others it's a he has a sovereign plan in mind that he's going to accomplish and he's going mm -hmm. to give people certain things in those times yeah. for when they need it that's a very important distinction yeah, yeah. so the most important just because God is giving someone more than you right now maybe doesn't mean you're loved less because God shows no partiality in his love for people mm -hmm. But in his plan, he has specific plans for different people. Yeah. And that's what's important to keep in mind. Right. Absolutely. Like, like I have no reason to own 
like a really, 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 really nice like Lamborghini right now. Mm. If someone was in the high business world and they're trying to reach other people for the business world mm. and it's and they gain respect by having nice things, mm. God might say, Hey, I want to use you to reach them, I'm gonna give you this. Yeah. You know, and they and it, then it's their responsibility to still steward that well and still be generous in everything that God's mm-hmm. given them. And then really the more you have, the higher your calling or I guess you can, I don't say higher calling because mm. I think being called by God in general is the highest calling you can have. Yeah. But having certain types of calling requires more responsibility. Yeah. You know, and you might not want all the responsibilities that come along with having a lot of nice things. Mm. Absolutely. I think a good example is like I just thought of this. Like if you compare like two prophets, right? Like the prophets have vastly different lives, especially the minor prophets. Some of them have like great lives, and some of them like suck. Yeah. Especially if you compare it to like a king, like a king and his prophet. Like usually mm-hmm. there's there are combinations, right? Um, yeah. And there was a prophet for the king, and he would tell the king what the Lord was saying, right? Um, and you like look at the differences in their lives. Like one like sucked. Like they're both appointed by God, but like usually like this person, like this prophet's life, like was pretty terrible. Yeah. And like God would make him like do tons of terrible stuff, like eat food cooked off of poop, or like lay on their side for like years. Yeah. And so, like, their life sucks compared to, like, this king who's, like, living in, in luxury and, like, all this stuff, right? Right. Both chosen by God, but maybe one person's doing something bad, mm-hmm. right? But it seems like they have God's favor. And I'm sure there's lots of times where the prophets are like, what the heck, man? Like, yeah. I gotta eat food cooked off poop. And there's, like, this <laughs> king over here is doing bad stuff. Yeah. And he seems to yeah. be, like, God's favorite. Yeah, and, like, so many times, like, usually we see in the Bible the – actually, not usually. almost I, Yeah. Not 100% of the times, but almost every time we see someone chosen by God in the Bible for a specific – sovereign purpose Mm -hmm. it's not the most luxurious thing like I think it was Elijah who was the prophet and he's like God's like go tell Israel this and he's like okay and he did it and then was it uh, what's it Jezebel yeah she's like Uh I'm going to kill him and she hunted him and he's like running away to a cave and he's like God they're gonna kill me why did you do that like now I'm living in a cave in the forest and this is not how I thought it was gonna go yeah you know And, and so many times we see that in the Bible where God calls people like with Paul, mm-hmm. God called Paul to minister to the Gentiles, and Gentiles, right? And Paul, Peter mm-hmm. went to the Jews. Mm-hmm. I always forget who went to who. Um, but yeah, so Paul went to the Gentiles, and when he first got called, God said, "I will show him how much he has to suffer for my name." Hmm. How would you like that your first day as a Christian? Yeah, not great. What like yeah. like? And Paul was living a really nice life. Mm-hmm. He was what really respected in Jewish society. He was really good at his job of hmm. imprisoning Christians. And he was, like, feared by a lot of people, and his name was known, and he became a Christian, and God said, I'm going to show you how much you have to suffer for me. Yeah. And it's not that God didn't love him, it's that God had a call on his life that required him to go through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say if you want to learn more, like, you still have this, like, uneasiness or, like, feeling of, like, God still has favorites or something where you don't trust that, like, because this thing is happening to you, like, God must love someone else more or something. Yeah. Like, read the book of Romans. It talks a lot about... Um, God's justice and God is like um, him not having favoritism and his favorite who he decides to give his favor to um, also the book of Job is also awesome um, but I want to read one verse from Romans um, it's Romans 9 4 uh, 14 and 16 just talking about God's justice and that he is uh, that he is just and his favor and his justice can be um, trusted in even mm-hmm. when it doesn't make sense right and it says uh, what shall we say then is there injustice on God's part by no means. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then it depends not on human will or exhortation, but on God who has mercy. 
Yeah. Right? So God gets to decide who has what and why. Because mm-hmm. God sees the ultimate plan where we have like such a limited view of our plans. Like I'm sure um, Joseph, when he's in prison, right, and his brothers are betraying and sold into slavery, he's like, this sucks. Yeah. Like I was trying to follow God. And, like, just telling them my dreams that I got from God. Yeah. And, like, now I'm on this terrible position, and it sucks. And But he doesn't see, like, the trajectory God has on his life, where right. it sucks right now, but it could get better later on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then also I uh, had this verse, uh, James 1, come to mind. It says, Consider all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, mm-hmm. and let endurance have its perfect results, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Yeah. And, like, usually the times we go through hardship, at least in my life and my experience, when I've gone through times, I'm like, God, where are you? You called me to this thing, and now I'm in this rut, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm like, but I feel the comfort of the Holy Spirit so purely in those moments. Yeah. You know, like, Jesus says that he's going to send the comforter when he goes away and he ascends. And that's so evident in hardship. It's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. And I just get, like, like, I would, like, looking back, I'm like, I would not trade those hard seasons mm-hmm. for anything because I came to know the character of God as a loving, caring, gentle father yeah. than anything else in my life. Absolutely. You know? And it's, awesome. it's like, shoot, like, that's, and God still loves us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you have anything else you want to say? on it um we're just gonna sum it up yeah we're done yeah we can yeah just go for it and then if I have any thoughts on cool so I would say like to sum up this conversation um God doesn't have favorites and doesn't show partiality even when it may seem like he does but he does give favor yeah and it's up to him how he wants to give his favor because he's God and he can make whatever choice he wants to make, right? Yes. We aren't in God's perspective. We live inside of time. We always will. And he exists outside of time. He sees the like the perfect perspective. And we need to trust that he's going to make the right decisions for our lives. We also have to know that like just bad stuff can happen to people. And it's not God's will. We live in a, a world that has free will. And people can do bad stuff to other people. And it's not necessarily God doing those things to you. Yeah. But rather just bad things happening because we live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. That can make us feel like that a lot. Yeah, and so that's like the biggest thing I would say. It's like make sure that you know deep down in your heart that God has such pure, intense love for you. Yeah. Right. When you're going through the hardest things, when everything in life is crumbling around you, and you're like, I don't know what to do. What the heck, God? Mm-hmm. Like He is your solid rock, and He's going to stand there, and He's going to like hold you in the shadow of His wing. I've been like, I've been like mentally stressed and emotionally stressed the last couple of weeks around like different things in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And I just was praying last night, and I was thinking, man, like, God, I'm under the shadow of your wing. Like, I'm close to you, and mm-hmm. you are above everything that's going on, and you're sovereign, and you take care of your children, and you care about us. Yeah. And I'm just like, and like, and, and it doesn't necessarily make every all my stress erase, but it, it gives me comfort and peace, and I just think, wow, like, I'm so grateful to God for this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The presence of the Lord is uh, fullness of joy. Yeah. Exactly. And like, oh my gosh, I love it. I love God. I love his closeness, I love his presence, that like he's mm-hmm. real. Like, do you ever think about that? And guys, do you ever think about that? Like, that God is real? Like, I know we're Christians and we always talk about, like, God exists, but, like, have you ever thought and, like, meditate on, like, God exists? It's crazy. I'll sit there and just, like, he wants to talk to you. That's we another take, wild We take part. his word for oh granted so much. Like, when God talks to you directly and you're like, cool, yeah, I'll do that. And you're like, wait, the, the creator of the universe just spoke wait. to you and that's your response? Wait, wait. 
the most holy sovereign being in all existence who has no wrong in him and can't do wrong and is only good and you would melt in his sight just spoke to you and you're going to say thanks I, I'll think about that yeah I might take your advice not the answer I wanted what? to hear but okay what oh my gosh but yeah like I'll even before I think like I'll just sit there and think like how big is God and you do like you know those videos that like have earth and it zooms out yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jupiter yeah. and the sun and all that and the Bible says he holds the whole universe in his hand. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it says that. And it's just like, oh my gosh. And I'm like yeah. trying to grasp the vastness of God. And then I just think about how I have a brain that's able to think about that and imagine that and picture that. And I think, mm-hmm. how complex is the brain? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm back to square one of mm-hmm. how amazing God is and his creation. Yeah. And then I'm like, and he's like, and I, and I love you and I want to talk to you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, thanks, God. Yeah. <laughs> If you think about this, like, he holds all of creation, technically, in his hands. Mm-hmm. All of creation is way bigger than a universe. Like, scientists think it could be infinite, where that's well, it's impossible because the only infinite thing is God. But it could be yeah. eternal. Like, it could right. be expanding. Um, but that's even bigger than yeah. just the freaking universe. That's and, crazy. Oh, my gosh, right? And, like, you try to describe it in words, and the only thing I can come up with is God is. Yeah. Like, he is not big. Because that doesn't do it justice. He's not yeah. ginormous. Doesn't he's not terrifying. It doesn't do it justice. He is. Yeah. Just one hundred percent. And it's like, what does that mean? Yeah. And he's on your side, and he cares for you. That's what my point is. That yeah. Like, that's who our God is, and he cares about you. He loves you tremendously. Don't forget that just because life is hard. The Bible says we're here for a vapor, and then it's over. You know, like in ten thousand years, you're not going to worry about the hardship you went through on Earth. Yep. Anyways, not at all. Thanks for listening to our rant. <laughs> yeah, that was so fucked. We'll put we'll put this episode. Does God have favorites? Also, rant. No clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. Y'all. Not clickbait title. Yeah, rants and favoritism. Yep, yep. But yes, um, have a good Wednesday. Yep. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Whatever day you're listening on. You guys are cool. Yeah, I'm only talking to those who listen on Wednesdays. Everyone else, (laughs) have a good day. (laughs) And if you're a new listener, thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Whatever you're doing, thanks for listening to the clip on Instagram, liking, subscribing. We have YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Spotify. Message us with your ideas of what you want us to talk about next, questions you've had, Mm. and uh, we'll either direct you to an old episode or we'll make an episode. Yes, sir. Thanks for being awesome listeners, y'all. Peace out, nerds. Bye.